Here we are. What's up, everybody? Hey. <laughs> hey. Excuse me. Yeah, you're nice. To, you're supposed to clear your throat before we begin. Yeah, sorry about that. I, I didn't expect up. that. <clears throat> yeah, well, good. What's up, everybody? I see everyone in the chat right now. Cool. We got people coming up. Uh, what's up, everybody? Um, we have a very special guest today. We have a lot to cover, too, at the top of our show. It's going to be a, a busy, busy evening for us, so... Got to wet the Very stoked. Now. Episode 87. Man, we're just knocking them down. There are so many episodes. We're going to get to 100 way faster than we thought. It's crazy. Even though when you think been... about it, it's like, man, there's like hundreds of hours of like talking. Ah, it's crazy. <laughs> ah. <laughs> Most talking it's ever crazy. Hell yeah. No, yeah. That's cool. I hope everyone's uh, enjoyed every minute of it. Yeah, I hope so. It's been cool. We've had some uh, really cool people on and... We are also having another incredibly special guest on today. Yeah. So I am very stoked for this episode. But um, before we do that, we have a few things we have to address. Should I do my spiel? Let's throw it in the middle. Let's switch it up on everyone. Let's kick it off with the WTF. All How's right. that sound? Oh, I love that. Let's start with the WTF Let's of the week. Let's do it because we got a we got a cool one this week. We have we have a, a special WTF from I hope I say this right Van Kuften with a. The one-legged shin slide on a rail, nonetheless. So I don't know if that has a name, too. I know that's our, our thing that we try to pick tricks that have no names yet. It could not have a name. It's like a backslide shin slide, I guess, if you want to call it that. But um, yeah, congrats. I feel like to... that's a shin slide. But then what's a... and then it's a double shin slide if it's two-legged? feel so. We should, feel ask, so. We should ask Randy that because he, he does those, right? Or he used to do those. Well, you know what? If you're watching this, let us know what you think in the comments. Let us know what you think in the chat. Um, we don't know. There have been so many tricks that have been coming up on the WTFs that are I've never seen before. And it's crazy because we are like so deep into this and there's still new tricks being made. Even the roller skate twins, their their dad sent me like another, they're like, What's this trick called? These guys are like making up tricks every other day just really? because they're so flexible. Yeah. Really? But it's um, so flexible. Yeah, it's cool. Yeah. <laughs> That's so funny. Yeah, but also I guess the benefit of being 10, you know? <laughs> yeah, everybody check out the roller skate twins too, by the way. Go give them a follow, check them out on Instagram, show them a lot of love on their posts. Um let's uh let's talk about this weekend real quick, because we had a, a very interesting meeting earlier today about Winter Clash this weekend. So mm -hmm. Everybody should know by now that the Winter Clash is happening this weekend. And we had a little talk with Yo-Yo about how we could get involved and everything. So we're going to be doing Winter Clash Jump Street specials all weekend, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday, every day for the Winter Clash. Um, we're going to just do kind of like a little recap, have fun. We're going to have special guests that we are not announcing yet. So you're going to have to tune in to see those. Um, we're doing everything based off of Eindhoven time. So whatever time zone you want to call that it'll be 6 p.m there um in the states i believe it's noon uh it's noon eastern standard time and 9 a.m yep. uh, pacific time so and 9 a.m in cali so for cali everyone on the west coast it's going to be the morning show we're getting you stoked we're getting you pumped uh you know all the we're gonna be going through all the topics all the challenges and uh yeah really trying to you know, push this event. It's uh, these guys put so much work into this. If you didn't catch the uh, episode we had with Yo-Yo, the off the cuff, check that out. And uh, this should be exciting. Hell yeah, it's gonna be so fun. I, I got so excited <laughs> today talking about it with you two because uh, like that we could see already some of the entries that are going on. If you haven't already downloaded the Winter Clash app, uh, be a part of it. 
join a team or start your own team. And there's a lot of fun, interesting, different challenges out there. It's a lot of stuff. No matter how long you've been skating for, I'm sure there's some shit in there that you've never done before. So check it out. Um, hopefully you'll join us this weekend for Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. We will be there all weekend at the Winter Clash. Nice. Yeah. Um, I think this is a good time for it. So Throw here it we there. go. Throw it in there. If you don't follow us already, please do on all of our social media networks. And by the way, everyone who uh, has heard this a million times, thanks for hanging in there with me. Um, to all of our first time now. people. <laughs> yeah, please. I, I would hope you're subscribed by now. But uh, please go to our Facebook. Give us a like. Go to our YouTube page. Hit the subscribe button and the notification bell. So <clears throat> when we have an episode, you get an alert on your phone. Please go to our Instagram. Give us a follow. Uh, go to our iTunes. Give us a five-star rating and a review. Uh, comment if you would like. And um, we also have a Patreon. We've been putting out new content in our Patreon lately, and it's been cool. So we've been getting a bunch of new Patreons, and yeah, uh, you can be a Patreon for great. as little. You could be a Patreon for as little as a dollar a month. Austin just put out a new video, um, testing out some wheels. I had something not too long ago, um, Inside Out. It was a how-to. Uh, we're working on some new ones, and got all these different. Uh, yeah different things we're working on. So please check that out. And if you just want to, uh, you know, if you don't want to be a Patreon, please comment, share all that stuff that helps with the algorithms boosts us up. I think, I believe so. So yes. <laughs> I believe so. Hopefully it does. Thank you. Thank, Thank you, you everybody. <laughs> and, um, we have a bunch of new Patreon supporters because of uh, all the stuff we've been putting out. So thank you all very much. We're going to try to split this up into episodes because there's so many names here, but, I want to give a shout out, or we want to give a shout out to Gabe from the Bronx. I like that name. Uh, Michael Barron, Santiago. Let's go, Gabe. <laughs> let's go, Gabe. Santiago Ramos, Elliot Dean, Ronnie Rascal, Jared Curtis, Nikolai Berg, Oliver Jones. You might know this one, Billy. Schelzen Carpuzzi. Uh, oh, Schelzen. <laughs> Schelzen. Uh, Dustin Rasick. Shout Rasmus. out, Zenny. <laughs> uh, Ras Ras uh, Rasmus Graf, Nail Shop, Tucker Freeland. Jamie Murray and Kistoff Bake. So thank you all so much. Those are some of our new Patreon supporters. The other ones we're going to say. Nice. Jamie Murray was in there. Yeah. All right. I like how you uh, pronounced it French. Murray. That's cool. Is it? I don't know. You never know. No, but that's cool. <laughs> I think that's. I think the E with the double T. That that might be the way to do it. I'm um, trying to get my international. I'm preparing for this weekend at Winter Clash. You're getting. You're working on the reading names. Everyone, give it up. He's like. He's really working on it, man. I've, mer I've merked so many names in the past that it's just uh, I, I practice them a little bit now beforehand if I have time. Um, I like that. I, li I like the effort, man. I can tell. <laughs> um, one more event I wanted to talk about quickly this week, um, the Blade Havasu event that's happening next weekend after the Winter Clash. Uh, it's February 26th through the 28th at uh, Lake Havasu City in Arizona. Um, me and Billy are going to be there. It's going to be fun. A lot of people are coming out. It's a camping trip, but you could also – get a hotel or Airbnb like we are doing. <laughs> but uh, everybody check it out. Go to the website, bladehavasu.com. Um, they have a lot of videos from the past. You could check out the park and see what it's all about. All the info's there that you need. You could go join the uh, Facebook group as well. And uh, if you're in the area or West Coast, you want to catch a ride with somebody, you could hop on in that group and, and, and tag along with somebody. So check it out, bladehavasu.com. Um, yeah, and uh, hopefully we'll see you guys there next weekend. Boom. Yeah, and uh, you know, if you come, as always, please stay safe. Wear your mask. Yes, and, uh, always. Be considerate. We're still yes. in the middle of a pandemic, people. Yeah, the park is massive, though. I really think there's enough space for yeah. everyone yeah, to yeah, uh, have their own. 
more than six feet. They're on 20 feet. It's like such a massive park. But uh, yeah. yeah, I'm excited for that. Hell yeah, me too. And we should yeah. give a, a shout out to our sponsor for this episode because mm-hmm. they help us get to where we are today. So we'd like to shout out Blank by Rollerblade. Everybody check them out. We have a link in the description. Give them a follow on uh, Instagram. And um, they have a lot of cool new stuff coming out for 2021. And we're going to play a little little trailer for you guys so you check them out. Blank by Rollerblade, everybody. Somebody actually commented in one of our last videos and said, where's the link to the video that that trailer is for? <laughs> People just wanted to see more because watching Sean yeah. Keen, Cameron Talbot, and Sven Volker skate, everyone just wants to see more of them. So stay tuned. They got a lot coming for this sure. year. Check them out. Give them a follow on Instagram. The link is in the description to this video if you're watching on YouTube. I'm sorry. Every time I watch that commercial and it, like, it has the ending trick with Sven, I'm just like, I, <laughs> I just cannot believe this guy is still killing it. I just... Yep. We talked about it on the other episodes, like his like old tricks that he was posting, and we'll get we'll get him on soon a, and talk to him about all that stuff too. For sure, for sure, definitely. But uh, um, we ready for our guests? I'm ready. I'm ready. You guys ready? Everybody in the crowd, you ready? <laughs> we hear them, hear them cheering. <laughs> all right, so everybody, let's give it up for the man himself. We got Craig, a uh, Greg Preston. <laughs> 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 so greg, greg first and foremost what do you what do you think of our new uh the soundboard with the cheering to as the introduction yeah i, I actually fuck with the cheers man <laughs> imagine having a soundboard like for just anything that you do like when you wake up just <laughs> yeah get out of bed yeah, that's right. That's a good that alarm. That, people should have. I, that remember, I might make that my alarm in the morning. Yeah, right? Just cool. get up, like, let's go, champ. <laughs> yeah. Damn. Why have we not thought of that? Yo, I'm about to do that every day. I actually might have one of <laughs> Shannon Briggs just saying, "Let's go, champ!" In the morning. That'd be. I'm actually gonna do that. But um, welcome, Greg. It's really nice to have you on. Thanks, man. I appreciate it. Dude, I'm glad to be here, man. Yeah. I haven't oh, yeah. seen you in a minute. Yeah, I man. It's. Yeah, I'm pumped. I'm pumped to have you on, man. It's, uh, you know, been wanting you on for a while. We doing the Zoom thing now. Um, so it's cool. Make this stuff happen, even though we live really close to each other, you know? I don't know. Yeah, you, guys, yeah. you guys are both along, like, right? Yeah. yeah. We're pretty close. It's like, well, it's like eight blocks away or something. No way. Really? That close? Yeah. Oh, you just we should probably over. grab a beer after this. <laughs> <laughs> But um, but let's not talk about it after this. Uh, let's yeah. get started. Let's dive right in. You know me. I'm a, I'm an easy read. I start in the same place every time because that's where I like to start. I think it's a good. Um, and then growing from there. But 
tell me how you got into this thing we all love. What was your first pair of skates, your introduction, your first video, the first person you saw and said, this is what I want to do? Hmm. Well, uh, I guess that had a lot to do with, uh, like, you know, when you're just a kid, you just, like, have toys, you know? Yeah. Like, that that's kind of what it was. It was just, like, I had a selection of, like, shit to do. And eventually, one thing is just more fun than uh, than the other. And like my cousin <laughs> was, was like, uh, my, like my my cousin was a pro skateboarder. And then I would like go out with him sometimes. And then uh, I don't know. I would always just find myself putting on skates more. I think because in some way it was like harder at the time, and I thought it was more interesting. Like really, like it wasn't the. Uh, that unique of a story it was just like oh shit like like i legit can't soul grind and i was just eating shit <laughs> we all were yeah and then i was like able to tell slide on my board and i was like, all right that's cool but i still can't fucking soul <laughs> and both ways were like fell switch like, and i think that's what like, kept me going for it was like it didn't come natural and i think that's why it really grabbed my attention because like i was just like a, i don't know challenge maybe i don't know you like no that's that's actually i i actually relate a lot to that story because um at least for the first few years of, of me coming up skating like uh, i was always like there were, all my friends were like hitting rails and i was like always scared to hit rails and when i finally learned how to hit rails i was like stepping on and then I, I, it didn't come natural to me i had to put in like the hours to like you know i, I wasn't a natural so I, I i can relate to that um, it's funny that there was a time when Billy wasn't the best skater ever. <laughs> back yeah. in the day. No, stop. No, there's a many times like back in the day now, then all the time. I like how you said though about that you, you chose skating because it was more challenging for you because I remember back in the day, people always used to criticize skating or blading for being like so easy. Like it's so easy to attach to your feet. But all the time now I get from skateboarders and BMXers at the skate parks, they're always like, yo, that's crazy that you guys are doing that with them attached to your feet like that. Like they, it completely flipped the opposite way. So it's funny how you went with a more challenging one back then and stuck with rollerblading. Yeah, that was trash for a long ass time. I'm still low-key trash. I'm like baby <laughs> decent. <laughs> that's not true. <laughs> No, no, no. Okay, true story. Okay, you know, coupon time. I mean, coupon <laughs> time. It's not going to stop, is it? <laughs> oh, no. Wait. It lives on, coupon. Oh, no. <laughs> He's going to hate this. Yeah. Yeah. Keevon Thompson, he used to, like, <laughs> be the best in Long Beach, dude. Like, back in the day, like, back in, like, nah, dude, you did. You were. Like, he, he beat all of us in our local competition. There was, like, a Lakewood skate thing. And then this is back when like G Unit was like cracking, and then he had like oh, he had yeah. like the he had like the G Unit like tank top, and he no, did like a seven twenty. It was like a one minute line, and he like he fucking killed us. Dan Coupon Thompson got sevens like that in G Unit. <laughs> yeah, he did. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, when? So when was this? Like, what was this? This was like in the beginning of your skating. When does when does like I'm trying to get a feel for the era of the time was like. We're talking about G like like 2005-ish. Are we talking, you know, um, what skate videos is, were kind of coming out around? Like, what were you, I'm curious. This is like 2008, 
Seven or eight. He's right here. Like, yeah, get him. <laughs> yeah. What up? <laughs> Special <laughs> guest, Viv. Oh, oh, yeah. Let's go. Your show. <laughs> Yo, can we get a G-G-G-G-G-G-G-G-G-G-G-G-G-G-G-G-G-G-G-G-G-G-G-G-G-G-G-G-G-G-G-G-G-G-G-G-G-G-G-G-G-G-G-G-G-G-G-G-G-G-
But um, yeah, man. So from Long Beach, you got into skating. You do when you're skating. Anthony Gallegos got the locals. You got you got a biz ripping you at the comps. <laughs> um, so somewhat, some <laughs> somewhere along the way, right? You're yeah, just like, okay, th- this is what this is what I am. This is this is what I do. And uh, you know, when I first heard about you, um, like right after right after I, I heard about you, I heard like you had moved to Europe for a while. You spent like a ton of time in in Denmark. Did did you move there? And what was that all about? What inspired I that? I mean, honestly, it was super random. Like, I have no ties there. It was just like a bunch of things that kept just like happening. And then, uh, yeah, like it's kind of like a long story, but in the end, like I just went out there to go stay with uh, Jonas. Well, Hansen. the good thing is, we, the good thing is we got a podcast. So if you got a long yeah. story, you just <laughs> you just go ahead and get into it, bro. <laughs> it's digital. You're not wasting any film. True. True. Well. Like, it was just, like, one random day, like, I got out of school, and I was maybe, like, in 11th grade or so, and then, like, I had, like, my high school girlfriend at the time, and we were going through, like, we are going through the park, and she found, like, a two-kroner on the ground, which is, like, a Danish coin, and, um, and it was funny, like, the coin looks really sick, like, if you see a Danish coin, it has, like, a hole through it, and you can make a necklace out of it, like, it looks sick, and, um, and she was just, like, yo... Where is this from? And we were kind of talking about it. And then that same day, um, I went to her place because I didn't have internet at my uh, at my mom's house. So I would like go to her place to go on like roller news and shit after school. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then uh and then there was a video called Fluke that came out by Jonas Hansen. It was like a BMAC video. And I saw it and I was like, fuck, man, like, like, dude, this you know, Denmark just looked really sick, the scene looked sick, the music everything about it i was like damn i want to go there and then um i hit up Jonas, and i was like dude that shit was amazing and he messaged me and he was like yeah my um his brother actually lives in california so then um so he ended up coming and then you know i met i became friends with him and then i ended up living with him uh, over the summer and then i just kept in going california back. oh no you lived no, with him in the summer over there yeah, and then I just kept going back and forth, and then eventually I just like got a job and then just stayed. What year was this? Uh, it was like 2010, maybe. Oh, it was a while ago. I think that was the same year you went to Roskilde, Billy, for the first time. I think. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. Yes, that was definitely 2010. Was the year I went? Th- you were there? No, but <laughs> it was that same year. It was definitely that same year. It was funny because like. Okay, it was a long time ago, but I was skating and some chick came up to me and she was like, do you know Billy O'Neill? I met him at Roskilde. And I was just like, I mean, I don't know him personally. And she was like, it was fucking random. I never that told so you that. Random. That is so yeah, random. That did happen. I was just skating. What? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's so, cool. Damn, yeah. I had the juice in 2010, bro. I've never been to a comp where like, or like a festival where like bladers ran the whole shit. That was so insane. Like even going to, you know, at the festival when there's like the main stage and then, uh, you know, in between sets, they like just show like videos and shit in between like the headliners yeah. and whatnot. And then yeah. they were showing like Joe Zank just like 
doing sick ass fucking shit at the court at the at the skate park in between Rihanna and um, Paul McCartney. Which is like, <laughs> what? Oh my god! Yeah, that's serious. So like, I'm just sitting there watching it, and it's just funny being in a in a space where like I'd almost say I don't know how to explain it. It was almost if like Bladers kind of like ran it, sort of. I don't know. Maybe Bill, you can agree to this. No, I, I I know exactly what you're saying, and definitely like be, being from America, and you even being from California, which I think is like a lot of the the roots of that blade hate, you know, culture uh, comes yeah. from like SoCal or SF. But it's such a trip when you go to places like for, Europe. Just doesn't have that, you know what I mean? It's just it, I feel like they've they've always kind of embraced skating, or at least like not hated on it, and especially that event. It's um. It's one of the few events, and this is going to seem like a little, you know, shallow or whatever. But um, there's like this big skate comp, and it's surrounded by like all kinds of people, like hot chicks, like everywhere. You're like, what, dude? Like it's such a trip, like all over, and you're just like, what? So it's like, you know, those kind of things make a, uh, you know, some people get more stoked, like and want to rip more, you know. So um, yeah. it's a definitely a different vibe, and like again, like yeah, on the big like Megatron, they got like. Yeah. You know all the the stars that are performing and the like inter thing and stuff. So yeah, that, I didn't know, that, I didn't know like cool. Rihanna and shit was there. That's that's nice yeah. They had, some, they had some heavy like every year there was like you know they had someone. But you know you know I actually did that comp, which was yeah. I did I did the bowl comp, which was at the time the scariest shit I ever did. Like. So like, scary. I don't, you know, I'm I'm pretty trash in the bowl, dude. Like, you know, <laughs> I'm so trash at bowl. <laughs> You've just been trashing yeah. your skating all fucking podcast so far. Well, you got to give yourself a little I'm, more credit than that. <laughs> okay, okay. No, but, but like, I, I I I'm not saying you are, but I can relate. Like when you say like, because like at the bowl, I can fully be like, I'm trash, and no, I'm not beating myself up. Like, do you know what I mean? It's like that's a different different thing, kind of skating. You know? uh, well, well, like, well, for instance, I never did a competition before in my life. So, or I did, maybe these local ones against fucking Kiwan. <laughs> but like, you know, but out there, I haven't done like a real competition. So my first one, it's like a bowl comp. And I'm like, fuck, man, I hope my heat isn't like gnarly. So there's all right, next up, Gregory Preston, Eric Bailey, Dominic Wagner. And I was like, fuck. Oh my God. <laughs> Dominic Wagner is the literal last person you want to hear is in your heat during a bowl session. That's the last name you want to hear. Oh yeah, my I heard Bailey and Dominic Wagner. Like, man, that shit was trolling. And Bailey, too. Oh, my yeah. God. What a nightmare. Oh, you're missing the stock Yeah, stock. Yeah. Oh, my God. That's a nightmare. So, like, you know, it was my turn. Like, Gregory, you know, I went. I tried. I don't even know what I tried. I, tried, I, think, I think I did, like, a Phil 66. So I thought that maybe, you know, uh, the crowd will understand that or something. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then uh, and after that, I just like ate shit. And I was like, I'm done. You know, whatever. So then afterward, I was like, damn, dude, that was fucking harsh. You know, because like, there's like a huge crowd, like at least a couple hundred people, maybe. I don't know. For sure. For sure. And then, yeah. And then, you know, afterward, I'm just like walking. And then this girl, like this, some random girl came up. She was just like, "Oh, you did so good," and I was like, "I literally did nothing." And she was like, "You went down the ramp," and I was like, "Yeah, I did go down the ramp." <laughs> yo, they got to give us more credit, yo. You going down the ramp ain't easy. Yo, that is so dope. <laughs> You're like, wait okay. a second. I did go down the ramp. 
Yo, that's awesome. Oh my god. To her, that was the trick. Like just going down the ramp. And I was <laughs> That's so, that's yeah. awesome. I, I was about to say I love that. You, you couldn't skate that trash. At least you didn't get booed, because that's like how you know you really skated trash. If you get booed at a contest with a few hundred people yeah. in the crowd, that can't feel good. But you got complimented I, I, for dropping I, in. I, I've seen booze. I've seen booze, but it was never on the on, on the blading side, because I feel like the bladers that were there maybe they usually came to like skate and they were always like interesting and unique. Like imagine a run with like Grimmy Meister, Dominic Bruce, uh, Montre Livingston, and you know, I don't know, someone, you know, they're all so unique and different. And then yeah. they kind of work the crowd. And I think in this particular case, um, you know, the, the, the audience would respond well. And of course they like fucking rip, you know? So so when you, I would go to go watch like maybe the, like the skateboarding ones here and there just to see. Yeah. And usually it's like, maybe the dudes are just like really drunk. I don't know. But like, usually <laughs> they'd be like I'm doing something and like people would really be, I don't know how to explain. Maybe it's not easy for them to understand what's going on. But it was just interesting to see the contrast between the blading comps. It was like live. Like you can tell you go to any Roskilla edit that's like blading especially the ones that like Carson Boysen made. Um, you go to any of those and like, you can really get a good sense of what it was like. And then the other, uh, how do you say it? Uh, the, the other shows, it didn't have the same vibe, like not at all. So. Yeah. Hmm. That's awesome to hear. I, yeah. I mean, that, that that's an interesting thought because, you know, you, you think about, you know, X Games back in the day was, um, you know, like right when the X Games first came out in like the mid 90s, early 90s, or 95, 94, 96, whatever it was, blading was in there and it was like one of the biggest events, you know? And like you said, I think there's something that can translate to like a mainstream thing, like where people really might not understand the complexity of what's going on with the board flipping, the difference to tell between like a tray flip or a hard flip or mm -hmm. like a kick flip, maybe to the lay person. Um, but blading, you know, or something, if someone's like, does a, you know, a flying 720 or like a big old wall ride, it's like, it, it maybe it's that because that, that seems like it makes sense. Yeah, going bigger. That's why I feel like the feast is a good thing for skating because even though we ride on for the sure. BMX park, it's be like we're doing bigger ramps and bigger airs and stuff. And I think like exactly what you said, that stuff is what's more interesting to people who don't know anything about skating. They just want to see people go big. They don't care how many switch ups you could do on a rail. Mm. Uh, I, I don't know. I, I think that's, I mean, in terms of like the, like the fan fan level. Yeah. But I think there's, it doesn't necessarily have to be big. It could be cool or well, just like sleek or yeah. Like air type stuff in general kind of appeals to people. Yeah. But it's also yeah. flip. too, you know, like, I mean, no offense of skateboarding, but like they always kind of reminded me of like stormtroopers on like star Wars, you know, like they just wear like the same outfit and I don't really like, I can't really tell them apart. Like, <laughs> I think there was once, like, we're, we're filming Alex Brasco in uh, November this last year, and there were some skateboarders at this spot, and they were cool, and we were talking to them and whatnot. And then we went to another spot, and we were, and we, I was kind of like, oh shit, I was like, yo, we went to the same spot, but it was like a whole different group of skateboarders, but they just looked the same. <laughs> 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 So it was kind of like, oh, dude, oh, dude, we just saw you, man. Yeah. Like, what? <laughs> they were like, what? Like, oh, We've shit. been here for three hours, man. What are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, I was like, oh, my bad. Oh, <laughs> oh, <laughs> that's, 
Yeah, it's that, like a weird thing, and they have the same yeah. menus too. It's fucking weird. Yeah, that, that's like when you get kicked out of a spot and then you come back like an hour later and security guy's like, yo, I just kicked you out. You're like, nah, that was other guys. <laughs> that was other skaters. <laughs> that's what that reminds me of. Well, hopefully we all don't look like the stormtroopers. Hopefully we, you know, a little. Yeah. little I mean, nothing's wrong with storm. You want to be a stormtrooper, you know, do your thing, you know, whatever. <laughs> you can be a stormtrooper if you want to be a stormtrooper. Yeah, you want to. Do your thing. I don't know anything about Star Wars, so I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. <laughs> <laughs> that's good. That's some nerd shit. I nerd out here and there. Word. You know, I actually, I actually want to talk to you about. Um, I got a few things I want to talk to you about, but I, I, I've, I heard this today, and I didn't, I wasn't aware of this, but I, and I thought I'd mention it because I'm curious to know the story behind it. I heard you got gun butted. Is that true? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, Why? Why? Why would somebody gun with such a nice guy like yourself? You're a nice guy, man. I don't get that. It was kind of like, I mean, honestly, I don't remember getting pistol with. Uh, how do you say? It was kind of like is. Really, um, I try to like shorten the story, but I had already had like the worst day. I didn't sleep for 24 hours. It was my fault. I stayed up all night and I was editing and then like I just didn't stop and then the sun came up and I just like kept editing. And it was like this too easy, like short edit video thing that was called Pavas. It was like when we were in uh, Malta, but um, yeah, I was editing the video and then I got on the flight back to California coming from Chicago, but my flight got canceled. And then I flew into Colorado um, it was super random and I got stuck in Colorado instead. And then I got a hotel to uh, just like, you know, just to sleep. Cause I was like really tired. And, um, and it was kind of funny cause the lady was like, Oh, well you can wait like an hour and you can take the shuttle and it'll be free. But I was like, I'm not waiting an hour. I'm just going to take a taxi. And um, I ended up taking the taxi and I got to the, to the hotel. And, you know, I went downstairs and I checked in and whatnot. And it was all covered by the airline. So I was just like, you know, chilling. Yeah. And then um, I went up to my room and uh, I like I got all the way to the front door. And I was like, oh, shit, I forgot the Wi-Fi. Because at the time, I was still, like, living in Denmark. So this is, like, two years ago. Yeah. Yeah. I was still living in Denmark. So, like, my phone, I didn't have a American phone number. So... I was like, I need, I need the Wi-Fi. So I went back downstairs, and as I was walking downstairs, you know, the, like, slide doors open, and then three dudes with, like, full ski masks just ran in. And they were like, everybody, hands up, hands up, hands up. And at the time, I was, like, so delirious. And I was like, dude, is this shit, like, real? You know, I like, real. But at the same time, I, like, yeah. oddly felt, like, comfortable maybe because i thought in my mind like i'm they're just gonna get money from the register i guess and then just dip because yeah. that's just what i thought and um they came in and then immediately there's like this desk thing and then two dudes hopped over you know and they like you know they, they have like the gun on like the uh on like the concierge guy i don't know if that's the name for the dude the dude at the front desk they had the gun on him 
And then they were like, yo, open the safe, open the safe. And I guess there's a safe underneath the desk. And uh, I couldn't see what's going on because it's like a high, uh, a high uh, counter. desk thing, counter. So they're down there just like hustling. And then there's one dude that was staying in the lobby. And keep in mind, there's like maybe six other people in the lobby. And it's like three in the morning as well. And I'm just there, my hands up, just like, yo, like, what the fuck? This shit's crazy. And then the dude just points the gun at all of us in the lobby. And he's just like, everybody in the lobby, put all your shit on the table. And there was just like a table there. And then I was kind of looking at it. And I was like, damn, dude, I got like my passports. I had like everything on me. Like, and I had like my Danish uh, bank, bank account, uh, credit card and everything. And I knew for a fact that, like, at this point, I was already transitioning to move back to the States. So I, the, the odds of renewing that was, like, probably impossible. And I would end up being stuck in Denver or whatever the fuck. And I had, like, shit to do. So I kind of, well, I went over there and I ghosted putting everything on the table. And I just put my phone and I kind of just walked back and hope dude didn't notice. But, like, you know. Oh, we caught you slipping. He definitely noticed <laughs> that he... He just came up. He said, I put everything, you know, he said, uh, what do you say? He said something along, along the lines of like, you know, I said, I put everything on the table. And I looked at him. I don't really remember this part. I looked at him and I was just like, nah, dude, I'm not, I'm not putting it. <laughs> and then for some reason. Nah. Yo, that's yeah. hilarious, bro. Nah, you, yo, uh, thank God you're all right. But I mean, it's hilarious yeah. now. But I mean, yeah. <laughs> now. At, at the same time, I, I, I can tell that they were quite young, you know, or they seem kind of younger. And I was just kind of like, dude, like, you know, like I would get, they wouldn't get any money off me. Like, there's no way they can use like my shit because there's like really specific uh, codes. Like, if you have like a Danish card, and you use it in the U.S., there's, like, this little book of numbers that, that that you have. So if you use your card once, you get a text that says, like, if you use this card, use the number that's, like, in this certain page of the book. Like, there's no way that they could use my shit, you know? And I would just end up being fucked and stuck in Denver. So, you know, at the time, I was, you know, so I basically just said no nah to the dude. And he walked up to me. I just remember, like, the ski mask. And then the eyes just got like huge. And, like, <laughs> and then after that, I don't remember shit. Like I don't remember getting pistol with. I just remember like waking up, and I was just on the ground, like, you know, like in the movies when everything's like super muffled and it's just like, yeah, like, I don't know. yeah, like, yeah. I've never been uh, knocked out before, so that was the first. So, you know, you know I never knocked out. It's crazy because you're like, you're like, you don't even know you got knocked out till just like a little bit later. <laughs> you're like you're like what and then like yo stay down you're like no, stay down what do you mean like you got knocked out you're like oh shit all right i must just stay down <laughs> how long did it take you to realize so you got pistol whipped in the back of the head or whatever Nah, it was pretty quick so like as, as i'm laying there i'm getting up and like you know i'm like laying down and like my eyes are open and there's like the light from the hotel just like on my eyes and, like it's not adjusting and I was like, dude, what the fuck just happened? Because, like, in my mind, I remember the dude walking towards me. So I'm like, did I just get shot? Like, I don't even know. I'm kind of aware. 
And then slowly I'm like feeling like my fingers, you know? And then like, I just start like looking up and the dudes are like struggling, bringing the bag over the counter. So they're still here trying to pull the bag over. And all of a sudden I just, like, <laughs> I just snap out of it and I get up and I like run up the stairs and then dude chases me maybe halfway. So I'm like, there's like those little awning things, you know, you're going up the stairs and there's like a solid wood. And I'm like, stuck, like climbing up the stairs on all fours, just like going, going. And I hear them like, it, maybe one dude is like coming out. I hear him shuffling towards me. And I get to my room, I get in or whatever. As soon as I get in, I like, luckily I have my, my car key on me. I get in and then like, I call the cops and then the cops came. It was kind of funny because I was over the phone. They were like, were anyone hurt? I was like, me. <laughs> 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 Wait, you you were the one to call the cops? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yo, I, I was about to say when you woke up and like shit was still going on, you should have just been like, "What? Oh, fuck this!" And like faked yourself going back to sleep or something. No, I mean, I, I was the first one to call the cops, dude. And then <laughs> anyone hurt? Yeah, me, me. <laughs> <laughs> and then what was even more crazy is like the cops came. And they brought me out the room or whatever, and they were checking me out. And the good thing is, at the time, like, my dreads weren't that long. So, like, maybe they were, like, this long. And I never wore them down because it just looked kind of like it would get weird or something. So, um, at that particular time, I actually wore my dreads down. So, my dreads saved me from being, like, busted open. Oh, yeah. And then, um, so in that way, I mean, shout out to my dreads. Like, shit. Shout out uh, to the dreads. <laughs> shout out to my dreads. <laughs> they like saved me from being, so I just had like a little, like my shit was kind of slow here. And then uh, I didn't have like uh, American, uh, what is it called? Insurance, uh, health insurance. So they were trying to send me to the hospital and I was like, yeah, I'm not going to go. And then the firefighters were kind of like, well, you know, we can look at you here. You just have the sign that says like, you can't take me to the hospital or whatever. And they checked me out and they were like, you should be good. Just don't go to sleep. And then I was just kind of like, dude, like, fuck, I haven't slept for 24 hours, dude. Like, for sure, I'm going to go to sleep. And then, um, so basically, I was going to the airport and then, like, Fox News was there and whatnot. And then they had me do the little interview. And it was kind of jokes <laughs> because I was wearing, like, a Pulp Fiction t-shirt. <laughs> <Yo>. <laughs> they were, like, doing the interview. And it was just all about how, like, I didn't, like, want to do, like, my wallet and shit. So it just kind of, like, it was really similar. Did you see? Then, get to see that on TV at all? I did, actually. And they put my first and last name. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> they Fox? blew up your spot and everything. Yeah. They, like, <laughs> you got away. Like, they ran away on foot. They had no, uh, they had no vehicle. Uh-huh. So, you know, these got away. And they put my first and last name. And, and then they... I guess they ended up catching one of the dudes like months later and they tried to have me go be a plaintiff. And I was like, man, these dudes likely know who I am. I'm not about to go testify in uh, Aurora, Colorado. So I just like, I don't know. Like, dude, dude, I think all three did go to jail and they're in for like a long time. They're in for gnarly shit, dude. Like they- Yeah, they seem pretty gnarly. (laughs) Yeah, they, they, they had other things. Like kidnapping and attempted murder, like a bunch of Whoa. shit. Yeah. Whoa. So they were like, it was just a matter of time until they got caught. So now they're in for who knows how long. 
That's what you get yeah. for Gumba and our boy. <laughs> Better watch it back. Yeah, it's it's like the opposite of if there's a <clears throat> I don't know if there's like an opposite word for serendipitous, but like that's that's what that was. Like your flight got like you're randomly in Aurora for what reason? Who knows? And then you're like at this hotel at this random time just as these people come in. Man, uh-huh. that's crappy, dude. Uh-huh. But um, uh-huh. yeah. But you're right. Let, so let you're, me, you're let, fine. This yeah. this is actually a good segue because I wanted to, uh, you know, I've had TBI. You have, have have had TBI. Is this um was was this before or after your head injury? Uh, th- that was the head injury actually. Like that was it, the it, head injury, right? Yeah, it ended up actually being like an issue. Um, like I didn't realize it was. So you know, they said I shouldn't go to sleep. But I for sure slept that whole flight when I got to L.A. And then, so basically, you know, I, I got home. You know, I just, like, at the time, I was, like, staying at my mom's because I didn't really have a place in California yet. And, you know, I just, like, you know, chilled with my fam and then went to sleep and woke up the next day. And I was just thinking, like, damn, that shit was crazy. And then, you know, I went on Instagram. And I really, you know, I posted stories. So, you know, I, I just, like, looked at my own story. And then I had went out and skated with like fucking Parker Richardson and we like filmed and I didn't even remember that I did that like at all. And then that's when I realized like I had, uh, like I like skipped the whole day and I just didn't even notice. And that's when I realized like, damn, my, uh, my brain is having some, uh, some issue. That's crazy. You, you forgot a whole day. Yeah. Has that happened more than once since then? Uh, no, that was like the worst of it. But like, I have had like weird memory loss in between, but nothing like super gnarly or anything like that. Maybe lost my sense of smell for a while, like the usual head head trauma stuff. But I mean, these days I'm like really cool, so it's not an issue now. Thankfully, word. No, I I I can relate. Like when I had mine, it it, t- it took some months to come back. So. Yeah, I was. Uh, I remember talking to you about that, but I never knew the cause. I just always assumed it was skating. No, no. Yeah. yeah. Well, happy to have you back, man, and happy you're uh, doing good. In case you um, forget, in case you forget this night, it's gonna be on YouTube later on, <laughs> <laughs> so you can rewatch it again. For sure. That's it. <laughs> um, you you you've been uh working close with with Julio, and doing um all kinds of stuff what's that been like uh and with brain dead as well and things seem to be cool over there what's what's that what's that all like uh these days a lot of collabs yeah i mean you know um so like i guess it all kind of started i was still uh like i don't know if the word associated with razors is the word but i was kind of like working with with razors while I was in Europe, cause like Scott Quinn lived in Copenhagen and uh, I was maybe like uh, razors EU flow for like Denmark. And, um, and then when I moved back to the States, you know, then was here and like, you know, I don't know. I like, I know I've known John for a while since I was like younger and um, maybe, you know, and all the guys that were on them are still on them as well. So, you know, it was like kind of natural. Like, you know, I'd see them and talk to them, say what's up here and there. And then 
there was this trip, they were going to Mexico City and uh, Pat Ritter was coming from uh, Germany. And Pat was was like, yo, you want to go, uh, go to Mexico with us and, you know, and help film like B-Angles? And I was like, yeah, for sure. I was like, but you know, I'm skating razors. I don't know if that's like an issue. And then uh, John and Alex and uh, Sean Kelso was there. Yeah, they you know, they, they were all like, yo, you know, if you're here just to film, like it's not an issue. So I flew myself there and I just stayed with them in the Airbnb. But um, but just before I did that, um, you know, I don't know. I was kind of like, damn, dude, like they still invited me to go to Mexico. And I really wanted to support John. I really wanted to be, you know, helping them because I really like what they're doing for, you know, for, for blading and for skaters personally. So for sure. Yeah. So I was kind of like, ah, dude, I don't want to be on this trip with razors, dude. Like, I can't do that. <laughs> and, you know, so I like actually got Cruz Sapstein's old skates and I was like, yo, let me try these. And, you know, I did like a topsail first try and I was like, oh, fuck. Yeah, I can skate hmm. these cool. And then I ended up going to Mexico with those skates, like for the first time ever skating them. And then from then on out, I would just, you know, help film and um, chill with everybody and so on. That's like kind of how it originally started, actually. And then, um, yeah, and then now I just work in the shop, uh, the Dim Good shop in Santa Ana. And uh, just help filming with the Dim projects here and there. That's dope. Yeah. And uh, a, a too easy skate just came, I came out not too long ago. That must've yeah. been exciting. Let's talk about that yeah. for a second. Hey, How did that come to that. today? Yeah. Congrats. That's really rad. Thanks man. Yeah. Like, well, it was only supposed to be a will at first. And then um, John was like, Oh dude, we can, you know, just make a complete <laughs> skate, you know, and it can just be like a complete skate instead. So I was like, Oh yeah, for sure. And that's really how it came about. It was just like a matter of uh, the wheels are already made. So it was like, well, and if we make skates, you know, then just make, you know, make it one whole thing. And that's like, that's really how it came about. It was just a, a good timing, maybe. Or I don't know. But yeah, I was stoked I, on it. I'm about to say, I bet back in 2007 when Biz was scraping you under the table at these comps, you never thought that John Hulu would be making a too easy skate, did you? Yeah. That's true. That's you didn't true. Think that, right? <laughs> no, no. That's cool, yeah. man. And man. what what else what else do you have going on with, with Too Easy nowadays? Because I know you got a lot of a lot of good stuff going on. Um uh, I mean there are some projects going, but most of them are like long. Like, you know, usually I would just like film for like a day or like a couple of days or something and then just like put it together. But um I don't know. I, I think for um, the next couple projects that I have, it would be definitely some time until they come out. So I, I'd say look out for maybe like summer. You can hear, you can see something coming. All right, all right. I guess we could wait until um, then. Yeah. I'm also curious um, because I really like your filming and like videography work and all that stuff. Like, how did you get into that and? some of your influences and uh yeah just curious about your and are there any new projects coming up yeah well definitely um jonas hansen in copenhagen he's probably like the one that that made me want to film because i originally bought a camera just to film myself it was like on a tripod because 
I'd always get clips of people. And then when I'd ask for the footage, it was just like gone. And I hated that. Cause I was like, fuck, dude, there's some shit when I was like 17, 18 that I like wish I had. Or at the time I was like, you know, and then that's why I got a camera in the beginning was actually to film myself. But after, you know, seeing like Jonas and watching him do his thing, and I was like, he's the one who inspired me to start filming for sure. And, and then later on, David Sizemore is also like a huge inspiration for everything I do. Like it's almost like direct inspo from David as well. Can we also just real quick shout out Fifth Floor? Yeah, no. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah, we might have to have a movie night with 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 Fifth Floor. That that was so good. Um, yeah, shout out David for that video. Great work, Austin. Did you get to catch that yet? I saw like the first like five minutes of it, and then I had to run out. So I, I don't hope you guys don't ruin it for me. I don't know how it ends. <laughs> yeah, get, get a get a get a bowl of popcorn and uh, kick back. It's a maybe, good one. Maybe we should do a movie night with that. I think so. Yeah, for sure. It's a good one. It, it's yeah, free. Appropriate. Uh, if you haven't seen it, definitely check it out. The homies really went in. And uh, it made me miss Copenhagen sure. so much, dude. I saw it and I was like, fuck. But at the same time, it was like so nice to see. Um, damn, dude. David, you're fucking sick, dude. I love, it. I love David's stuff. It makes me so juicy. And his filming is like amazing. Yeah, he's the man. He he's always low key for Mad Long, and then he pops out of the woodworks with a, a video like this and shit. You know, that's true. Yeah, uh, yeah. It's funny. It's funny. I was talking to Dominic about it, and Dominic was saying that like David had so many clips, but he's such like a humble guy that he didn't even put like many of his own clips in the video. So David, if you're listening, uh, I advise against that. We want to see everything <laughs> you have in the future, please. But um, yeah, that 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 project was, and I was wondering, like, if like you watching that, you must be like, Miss yeah, it. missing Copenhagen and like yeah. missing those guys. Like the vibes in that video just seem, those guys are just like the friendliest like people out there. It seems. Yeah, it was spot on. David definitely portrayed like how it's like every session, especially in like Copenhagen. It's just like this open space. You can skate. Everyone's just you know you can drink at the spot good vibes you know and that's anywhere like outside really, of america <laughs> yeah true. true but yeah man definitely loved it yeah I, i've been to copenhagen but i never got to skate it but i got to kick it with you know david out there and uh this is spots all over the place too and it's like left and right i'm like damn i want to skate everything here you know i think i was there the day that you were there i remember it was like really rainy or something and I went to David's house that night and then he, he was kind of like, oh, like Austin was just here with like with his girl or something like that. Yeah. yeah. I, I didn't even know that you were living there at the time. Yeah, I was there for like a while, dude. Like, yeah, see, I didn't know that. I didn't know that before. Mm. Yeah, I know. It would be nice to kick it with more people out there. I think I was only there for like a few days anyway, like three days or some shit. Yeah. But well, we'll how, how, long, how long is a while? How long is were you out there? Uh. It was like, like, I lived there for four years solid. And then where like I didn't really come back to the States at all. And then there was like maybe another three years before that where I was going for like three months at a time. And then like I had a girl there at the time. So then I would go there for three months and then just come back to the States. And then I would do like my school online there. So I'd like, you know, I'd be there, but I'd still be like doing school that was here because I had like online classes. 
So in a way, it was kind of like seven years because I was there for like um, some time before I actually lived there, but like for long periods of time. Did you have like a did working you, visa or something? You... Like how did you stay there? Yeah, I had a residence permit. So the job that I had, it, it was like very specific. Like I would like build and fix espresso machines. It's <laughs> kind of random. I actually didn't know what I was doing, but like I just got the job and I like learned it, you know. And then the job was so niche that like, and it was, it was a niche job and it was high paid. So at the time, the government, you know, they allowed this type of job to be. And then, um, yeah, I was just doing that, and I had to like learn how to speak Danish and learn how to fix espresso machines at the same time in Danish. That was gnarly. You're like, yo, what did I sign up for? <laughs> yeah like my the people who were teaching me they didn't really speak english that well they were a bit old maybe in their late mid, late to mid 50s so you know they would just point and say words and then eventually years you know i would figure it out and which was kind of jokes because i used to work in milan for like over the summer fixing espresso machines and they would tell me what the parts were in english and i didn't know what it was because i only am used to hearing the parts in danish which is kind of no way yeah it was kind of funny how that that happened because i never knew what they were called and then when i heard them in english i was like oh shit i don't even know what it is it was kind of (laughs) weird how that like flipped but yeah so when you were learning danish was it like strictly at work or were you like communicating with other people did you like get a pretty good sense of the language because i think it seems like danish would be a tough language to learn it doesn't seem like you know close to the american culture like let's say spanish or something like that uh in some way if you were to even like try to speak if people if people know that your danish isn't good they they just go all right switch switch to english like you know there's no reason to really like speak so so in a lot of ways, it was kind of hard to get good out of work because when you're when you're in the work zone, um, that's probably where I would learn and like speak the most, actually. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I have that problem, too, when I go to like if I try like my Spanish at like a Spanish speaking country and they realize how butchered it is, they just speak back to me in English. Yeah, they don't even waste yeah. their time. <laughs> that's mad sad when you when you do that because that's happened to me a few times yeah i got up there to start ripping and they just give me like a look and start speaking english i'm like ah. yeah yeah <laughs> they're like save, save your breath save your breath i got you yeah Yo, English. <laughs> um can i ask you about the because winter clash is coming up now and you have a winter clash challenge right yeah is it a yeah. greg preston challenge or a too easy challenge you know, it was it was supposed to be a too easy challenge, but the challenge that I had idea for was already taken. So I didn't really know what to do. And then Yo-Yo was just like, oh, I'll just do like a chain grind. Or maybe it was uh, Jonas that said that. And I was like, yeah, I'll do that because I didn't I couldn't think of anything. And then um, so, yeah, I just like went out, grinded a chain and just posted it. And I was like, yeah, hopefully, maybe someone will do it. That'll be cool. That'll be kind of random and weird. But yeah. Did you get any submissions yet, or is it too soon still? Uh, I think it starts the 18th. Yeah, yeah, so but, yeah. I don't know how that goes. But... I don't oh, know. So, so is that how is that how it works with the challenge? Like the person whose challenge it is gets to see the tricks. I think everyone just sees it, right? I think everyone sees it. Hmm. So I'm not exactly sure how that goes, but I want to see. We're gonna it. figure was... out very fast. We're gonna figure out very once once we get going and the app starts yeah. rolling. I think we're gonna. 
I'll be like, oh, okay, cool. So yeah, Yo Yo was showing sense. us. Yeah, Yo Yo was showing us before the. Uh, there's a link. I don't know if it's on the website. I don't know if that was a private link or not that he sent us, but you can see like a live feed of everybody who's posting, so you can see everyone's challenges as they're coming in. It was just pretty cool. Oh, sick. It's like a big wall of shit. So yeah, th this weekend's gonna be fun. But I, I was curious about your your challenge and and what came up with it. Mm. But so there's, so there's no too easy challenge, just Greg Preston. Yeah, yeah. It's still cool. You got your own challenge, and a collapse yeah. gate with with them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're just adding yeah, these, adding your legacies. Definitely stuck. Um, so yeah, like, is your is your crew like? Are you some like? You're pretty down with like the up to no good guys, huh? Yeah, they're kind of here now, actually. <laughs> oh, dope. Yeah. Who's around? You got the whole crew there. Let's go. Okay. It's a fucking party. Yo, Jump over there. Street alumni. We got Jump Street alumni in the house. Oh, you know Joey. What? Wax oh, Toaster in the house. Damn. Let's go. We got like but between between us and that room, it's like all of Blade Media right there. We got we got Twib, we got the wax, wax toaster. toaster. Look at this. We yeah, that's pretty cool. Too easy. Yeah. yeah all right. You're in the middle of a fucking party right now. Yeah, we had like a big ass session. Kivan got some clothes today. That is. Damn, I wish I, I wish I, you know what? I'm I'm not even kidding you, dude. I was this close to calling you for a session because. I like Joe, Joe's actually in town, Atkinson, and we were like, oh, let's go skate, let's go skate. And I was like, you know, I'm actually, I know I got a podcast with Greg later, but he might be skating. Let me, let me give him a call. And then I was like, ah, he's probably at work with, uh, at, you know, at them. It's during, it's a weekday. I'm just going to go skate. But yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, I, I usually do work, actually. But today I had the day off to, um, I had to film some tricks. So, John, you know, usually if I had to film something, um, John will just be like, yeah, just, um, take the day off and film some stuff so that's like you know God. if it's like if it's them related then i'll like take a day off and then he'll be there but um but i'm definitely gonna work tomorrow so back to like normal schedule damn that is so cool though like in having john julio as a boss he's like oh you need to get clips like the only freaking <laughs> boss like who would ever be like oh you need to go go skate and get clips yeah. like yeah yeah go ahead like that Never happens yeah. like, unless your boss is John Julia. You know? Dude, it's sick, dude. He'll like, he'll like, he'll like PayPal me gas money. It's crazy. He was like, "Where are you going?" Or here you go. And I'm like, "Dude, man, it's 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 sick. Definitely grateful. It's it's definitely fun working at the shop. Um, even like seeing like people come in and like getting to know. Like, there's so many skaters that live in the area or people that will drive from far away just to, like, come to the shop. And it's really cool to be able to, like, put skates together and shit. And, like, and, and every time I put skates together, I just, like, I kind of do, like, a little blessing ceremony. I'm like, all right, <laughs> like, this dude's going to kill it. Whoever gets it, like, he or she, they're going to kill it. And I just, like, tape it up and then just, like, send it off. So, Oh, that's awesome. That's an awesome feeling. What, what percentage? I'm curious now cause, because skate shops aren't, like, a common thing anymore. Um, and the state of our sport is growing so much. What percentage of skaters that come in are like newbies? Like it's their first time buying skates ever. You'd be surprised. Like there's actually quite a bit. Like usually these days it's like more people coming back into skating. And it's kind of jokes because it's like these OGs that stopped in like 2002, 2001 or whatever. And they come in. 
And they're like, where's John? And I'm like, oh, he's out, like, you know, but I can help you or whatever. And they'll be like, damn. You know, it's almost like they get upset that like I'm there and not John. <laughs> no, <laughs> that's fucked up. That's so fucked kind of, up. You know, they're like, John's not here, man, when, when is he coming back? Oh, that's fucked up. You know, then, he's got you know, some but, star oh, power in John Julio, man. Yeah, but you know, it depends. You know, by the end of the day, there are a lot of new newbie, new new people coming in. Um, there are like a lot of like older OGs coming back and like uh, starting skating again, and it's really cool to hear like you know their stories. Some people have a lot to say, some don't. Um, definitely, what I what kind of caught me off guard: a lot of skateboarders were coming in especially over the summer. And that was like interesting. They were just kind of like, I had no idea that this existed. And like, I just wanted to try something different other than skateboarding. And over the summer, Whoa. I got a lot of those. So that was kind of unique. I didn't see that coming. That's really cool. That's something that never happened before, I don't think. No, that's the thing that, that kind of tripped me out because like I actually, I I, I think I mentioned this uh, previously on, on this podcast, but um shima told me that like dustin dolan called him and was like asked for like a couple pairs of like the shima skates and dustin dolan's like some famous skateboarder from uh australia but he was like yeah man i used to rollerblade he's like i want to rollerblade it me and my girlfriend like you know <laughs> so it's just like that's that's cool because you see yeah. some of those those uh old stereotypes at least starting to diminish or go away and sure. but damn that must be that must be really cool with like the new people too like brand new people that must be yeah exciting uh and then you see like some funny stories like for one there's like this post lady that like never came back because one day she was coming in to drop off the mail but we had the danny beer skates on like we were looking at them and we thought it was a customer this was like long before they were coming out so she walked in and then john grabbed this case and also <laughs> to the back like we think she thought we were like selling drugs or something it was kind of, it was kind of joke yeah. <laughs> she was like what did i just walk into we were like, no, it's not weird. It's just, yeah. There's prototype skates out. And then, yeah, like, we're definitely not moved. moving bricks of cocaine for sure. No. <laughs> that was not. kind of joke. Yeah. yeah. She, never, she never came back, dude. They got, they got oh, wait, really? God. <laughs> what? It ain't that 20 serious. 20 minutes later, some detective showed up. <laughs> yeah, it ain't that serious. All they found was the beers. Like, it was just the beers. Yeah. But, <laughs> we thought it was a customer because they, they were literally like, sitting out and we just had the door open and john just like grabbed them just to hide it so that was kind of funny yeah. <laughs> yeah it's a rough thing to walk into i guess you know just like someone seems hectic hectic I mean, energy it's, it's better it's than, it's better than some, it's better than somebody walking in and be like ah rollerblades and they run out <laughs> right that's <laughs> well, no, I mean, that kind of happened in some way like what there's there's this dude that walked in with his girl and it was the funniest shit ever because he was just like, "Yo, yeah, I'm trying to, I'm trying to buy some skates for my girl, you know, whatever." So yeah, cool. What size is she? You know, extra small. So I gave her like the skates, and she put them on, and she was just kind of like, "Oh, these are cool." And then she looked up. She was like, "I tried those on," and they were like the 908s with the intuition liners. And he, you see the dude look at me like, "Oh fuck!" Like, you know, she, <laughs> she was like, "Yeah, I like these way better." And he was like, no. He was like, he was like, no, baby, you want the stock liner. You don't want those. You don't want those. Like, <laughs> he did not want to buy them. She was just, he made her like walk around in them and all this like extra stuff. And he was like trying to convince her that the stock liners were better. And he was like, man, how much she's going to run me? And he ended up buying them. 
But that was kind of jokes because he oh, was trying shit. to get angry so hard not to buy his intuition line. So, so he knew the price, and she didn't. I'm sorry. He knew the price, but she didn't for the exactly. Lines. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Damn. Yeah, that's the price of the skate right there. Just the liners. He bought them though, or they both bought them. I don't know the situation. But yeah. I don't know. She seemed to be stoked. Like John posted actually a story of her out skating in the. I don't know. It was like during the summer, but she seemed to be stoked. Yeah, she, she's probably out skating. Right now, yeah, <laughs> yeah. You know that that actually makes me wonder. Like, what uh, what are your thoughts on the uh, the new generation of skating, or like the horizon of of where skating is going? Because, um, yeah, I think you have an interesting perspective. Because I'm I'm always fascinated by people who like started or have like a beginning in like the mid to late uh, 2000s. You know because it's like coming in at such a tumultuous time. And then like now seeing things go in this direction where you're seeing new people start skating and old people coming back. And some of those old people coming back, coming back with maybe too many opinions and should perhaps be humble when coming back. But I'm curious to know what your, what your thoughts are on, on the, the future of skating and the, the new faces in skating as well, because I'm, I'm starting to every day, like discover new faces of people skating and, Excuse me. <laughs> it's, it's really cool. I try my best to, at least on Too Easy, to show like maybe unknown people or like people who are just sick that are maybe like not known. Um, I do like uh, giving like the spotlight to others other than like the same top tier, maybe is the word for it. For sure. But, I mean, you know, there are, of course, like the OG dudes coming back and they're like, you know, where is this? Or, whatever i used to get kind of annoyed with it but now it's kind yeah. of like i kind of am fortunate that like all my favorite skaters still skate you know for the most part because mm -hmm. like imagine like i don't know like if, like you know i don't know i don't have a reason to like comment or say like oh skating was better back in the day or because all my favorite skaters still skate yeah. you know like yeah. and i like them now more than back then personally so yeah. in, in some ways, I kind of just feel bad for them when they say that shit. I'm like, damn, bring back Latimer. If you're tagging him on Instagram and Latimer, don't give a fuck yeah. all, dude. Like, bro, you know, Latimer's 40 years old and yeah. you know, he's, got, he's got like a 16 year old kid. Yeah. The age of Latimer's kid is like how old he was in, in VG6. So yeah, yeah, it's funny yeah. to think about. But yeah. so much love and respect to Latimer. But yeah. Yeah, yeah. It, it, I don't know. I'm just mean, yeah. like, you know. I'm just fortunate that my favorite skater is still skate that where I don't need to post those type of comments and whatever. At least at least with some of the dudes coming back, but not all do that. I mean there's so many dudes that do come back and they they just skate. You know what I mean? Like they don't really have like opinions or or maybe they do, but you know. But um I don't know. Like some dudes do come back and they're like, you know, very active online, but they're just really chill. Like like Seth Minor, dude. Seth Meyer came back and he's just like, dude, that was sick. I see him posting on like everything. He's like stoked on new school stuff. So shout out. Yeah. Seth yeah. That stuff. That's like uh, Alex Miranda too. Same thing. Like, I, I don't know if he ever did stop skating, but he's been like, he never very, stopped Alex. He, oh, Alex he never, never stopped. stopped. Yes. But he, yeah. I've been seeing him a lot more on social media now. And he's just like all about the new school skating. He's not like one of those guys living in the past kind of thing. And I love watching his skate and his attitude towards skating. Same with like Mike Scott also. You know. Also, this shout out to Aldrin Miller from uh, San Diego. He's like triple OG, like in like the Brian Bell videos, and I see him like always like 
commenting on the new stuff, being like super positive and just like super down with uh, skating. So I think that's really cool. Too. Yeah, I, lo I love seeing that stuff. Same. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, we're going to open it up for questions in a little bit. But first, I would like to remind everyone who's watching live, please, if you haven't done so already, X out of the chat, hit the like button. The chat's going to be right back here when you wait. Just hit the like button, come back. Or, you know, if you haven't already uh, heard me and my spiel, follow us on all of our social media platforms. Also, shout out to our sponsor of the episode, Blank by Rollerblade. And also, a little quick shout out to Basement. Check out my cool little Basement hat. Hey, how you doing? Yeah. Basement has a brand new line out. And they yeah. sent me a care package, and the gear is dope. So if yeah, you I can, got some go basement stuff out. too. Fire. Yeah, go go check out the uh, new basement line, and uh, yeah. Can All I, right. Can I quickly shut down the podcast because I forgot to do something at the top of the show? Shut it down, bro. Okay, shut it down. Do you mind, Greg? It's your show. Shut it down. It's your shut show. It. All right. Stop him, Greg. Tell him no. <laughs> if, Greg, if, if Greg told me I, no, I back out. I go. I go. Yeah. I go home, even though I'm home already. Um, yeah, <laughs> uh, we didn't do a supporter giveaway for January yet. And I meant to do that at the top of the show, but I'm going to do that mm -hmm. right now instead. So like, uh, we do once a month, every, every month we get all of our Patreon supporters that we appreciate so much. And we put them all in a random raffle and we give away one of whatever you want from our online store. So we have all the names here for January and we're going to just pick a random winner real quick. And... Let's congratulate the winner, Sal Maz. I think is this Sal Mazone? I wonder if this is nice. Sal Mazone. Well, either either way, Sal Maz, thanks for supporting, and you just won one of whatever you want from our online store. So thank you all to our Patreon supporters, and we have a lot more this month. So we'll be doing another one for February as well. So thank you so much. Thank you for letting me shut down the podcast for that one. You can use it to get a lovely little mug. A lovely little mug. Right Where's Greg? We don't have him anymore. There he is. Oh, he came back. Thank <laughs> God. I was worried. We didn't um, lose him. We didn't lose him. He's still there. Okay, cool. So um, like I said, in a second, we're gonna open it up um for questions. But before we do that, um I I'm curious to know because I see the room full of guys you're in, and it's a great crew. I went skating with them the other day, and I'm always hearing about them skating, they're always filming and working on stuff. You're always filming on working in, on stuff. Um, is there anything we could look forward to? Is there anything we can keep our ear out about Ooh. that you guys might be working on? Or is it a big secret project and you don't want to tell anyone? Talk to me. What's going on? Uh, hmm. Hmm. Mm. Yeah, I mean, maybe I can't like... He's getting a bunch of looks right now from everyone in the room. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's, getting, he's getting daggers right now. Yeah. All right. Cool. I can't. Yeah, I can't. I can't tell too much. There are, there are definitely stuff coming. That's for sure. Some stuff are like directly related to like maybe products or I don't know. Maybe I said too much. <laughs> All right. Okay. Leave it alone. Leave it alone. We got, okay. we already touched on a lot of the new stuff. So um, I, I got, I got a, <laughs> I got a somewhat similar question to you. You got a nice yeah. crew there. We did a, a movie night also uh, last week, you know, and uh, all, all the homies in it. What do you love so much about your crew? What, what do you love about skating with all these guys? Ah, uh, I mean, like, you know, it's no just like no pressure. Too. They're all looking at you right now, but no pressure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> skating with the homies, dude. Like, you know, it's always just fun to skate around, you know, cool people, good vibes. It's like a really nice way to, you know, enjoy your day. And of course, you want to be around people that, you know, inspire you and that uh, 
you know, are just like cool ass dudes. I mean, and they're sick, dude. I'm fortunate to have people that are good at skating like around me. Um, so I definitely, I definitely don't take that for granted. So you guys always pushing each other then? Uh, when it's necessary, maybe. <laughs> I don't know. Not, not every day. Dude, I'm a dude. I was supposed to keep on today, dude. He's doing some things. Oh, <laughs> he sounds hyped. <laughs> yeah, he did some stuff. He had his ankle. I'm like a, I'm, I don't want to, you know, I'm trying to blow, blow his cliffs up. <laughs> <laughs> he hurt his ankle. Joey came through with that CBD. What up? Put it on, put it on the ankle. Anabolics. And then he got the clip. Kevon is nice, dude. You may not know he's doing, he's doing his twist, but dude, he, he's nice. He's got a nice tree top acid. His sweaties are insane. I see his clips on his box. He's, oh yeah, he's doing okay. his thing. He he updates us yeah. on on his tricks, his new tricks. Yeah. <laughs> True story about him too. <laughs> Actually, no one knows this, but it's fucking jokes. Oh, no. I'm gonna put him on blast. Oh, it's yeah, not that do it, thing. do it, do it. I don't even know what it is. But no, you remember? Okay, so, so back in the day, we were at Paramount Skate Park, and I talked to you about how to do a top porn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sorry, he went home, and he told his dad, like, you know, his dad, like, son, how's your day? And you know, Kevon was like, "Oh, I had a good day." Greg told me how to top porn. He was like, "What? Are you? what? He's like, top porn." <laughs> No top points in my house. He just got like Superman. He <laughs> got in trouble. <laughs> no way. And he hasn't been allowed to do a top point since then. Uh, <laughs> no, no top points. No top points. Not allowed. Trying, trying, trying. He can't Oh my god. <laughs> you know what's random though? Both of our dads like went to school together. So like my my dad moved from New York to L.A. And then went to his dad's high school. They're, his dad and my dad are also both named Greg. They knew each other. And then I end up meeting Kevon for like years. And then later on, we find out that our dads like know each other. It's fucking random. Oh, that's sick. It was so weird. Yeah, that was just like another random little. I got a yeah. similar story like that with uh, Franco, actually, Franco Camayo. We, uh, I've known Franco longer, like, pretty much the longest skater I've known since I started when I was eight years old. So like 25 years, whatever. But my mom broke her arm back in the day and she was in like physical therapy and she had like the, the doctor or the receptionist or something like that nurse that helped her every day for like months and months and months. And then at like the end, like her last day of therapy, she like mentioned to her, like, I don't know, maybe like my son skates or whatever. She's like, Oh, that's funny. My son skates too. And ended up being Franco's mom. And knew each other for like mad long and didn't know that like it was me and Franco, you know, and Damn. yeah, our moms are friends for a minute. That's crazy. Yeah, that's so weird. It's like because New York is so big too, yeah. you know, that that would happen. Yeah, mm-hmm. small that's world. Weird, yeah, small world. Uh, let's get to some of these super chats to start it off real quick. Um, we have Sean Michelson who said, "Happy you survived from getting pistol whipped. Glad you pressed on." Oh, hi yo! Press on. He's clever. Press on. Coupon like that one, huh? Coupon like that. I remember that one. Press on. That was good. Um, we also have a clever super chat from Moonshine. Um, tell your favorite Kevon's coupon story. I'm gonna say like that. Oh, we. I mean, you you already kind of told one. We don't just kill. This is just going to kill us all. This isn't going to be good. 
you already just told one, I guess. But if you have something else, I guess. I'm trying to think of one that's like that nobody knows. It's like Ooh, like a yeah. We need one of those. Anything off hand? What was one? No, I can't do that to him. That's ah, oh, come on. <laughs> Damn, you got you got to tell it now. All right, so so I guess we'll put this one on hold. Maybe somebody could shout one out to you. Because he, no, he, he, he said the fence. I can tell a fence story? Okay, I'll tell a fence story. That's a part We'll take it. I love the fence story. But everyone in NorCal might know this, but like, Kivon doesn't like to hop fences. And there is a reason. So, back in the day, when he was like, prime Kivon, he was fucking sick, dude. <laughs> prime Kivon. Prime Kivon. So, there was this like, gnarly fence that had like, these hook spikes. And then, like, uh, we used to, like, hop them to, like, you know, skate to school or whatnot. And, you know, we've been there multiple times. On this particular day, we were hopping the fence to go back to the car. And as we're going, Kivon was last. So, you know, when you hop the fence, you don't really, like, stay to kick it on the main street. You just hop and then just, like, go to the car because, you know, you're not supposed to skate in school and whatnot. Mm-hmm. And then, um, you know, walking to the car, all of a sudden I just hear, help! Help! And I look, and Kivon is like upside down <laughs> with this like, so this is like the hook fence, like, you know, with the little sharp thing. Mm-hmm. His feet are like stuck in between. <laughs> he's upside down holding the fence up like this. And he's just like, <laughs> No way. And I get there, and it was actually not funny at the time, but like, he was just like, he like slipped. And then he like cut himself on the way down, so he's just like bloody everywhere. He's like, hey! he's just stuck on the top of the fence, and we just had to like figure out a way to get him down. But his ankles were through the fence. Oh, we couldn't like get him off. It was like insane. And until this day, that's why he just if there's a fence that's huge at the skate spot, he's just like, yeah, dude, I'm, I'm not gonna, yeah, that's I'll, a, I'll sit in the car. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that, that's how that happens. Yeah, that sounds like a nightmare. Yeah, I, I, I don't want to sound like a dick, but if I like drove by and I saw like someone hanging upside down from a fence funny. by their feet, I would, would I would funny. pull my car over and just yeah. watch and laugh my ass off. That's, that's, that's mean. You're mean. <laughs> got to do it. You got to do it. <laughs> it's I would love. help. I would get out my car and I would help you. That's what I would do. Yeah. But I will say he's hopping. He's hopped fences now. Yeah, I'm doing better. Like huge fences. <laughs> he went to fence rehab. Happy <laughs> <laughs> he's doing better now. Yo, we love we love you, buddy. Um, yeah, we love you, Biz. Twib, check out Twib. If you don't already, I don't this know week. what you're doing. Um, we got a super chat from Kevin Dugard who asks, "What's your current skate setup?" Uh. It's actually the the um, 909 white skate. I just wanted to go back to it. And then I put, like, white youths on just to, like, try them. Because I've always, you know, I'm, like, selling youth frames. And I was kind of curious. People ask about them when they come in. And I never actually skated them. So I actually just, like, temporarily put off the them frames to try out the youths. So I like both. I like them both for different reasons, but now it's just a 909 white with beer liner and 
white youth frames with uh, Moonshine, Moonshine Wills, and Antirock. There you go. Shout out Moonshine too while you're at it. Yep. Big shout out Moonshine. Big shout out. Um, Big let me, shout out. Let's get to these super chats. We have another one from yeah. South Central Blade Club who says, congrats on all the Too Easy collabs. When will y'all be putting out a physical magazine if there aren't already any? Damn, okay. I'm glad actually someone said that. So so when I when I did so how do you say? So I do want to do two easy magazines, but I don't want to do like a lot. I just want to do like one a year. So I was gonna just like compile photos until the end of 2021 and then put something out and then just kind of do like a yearbook thing. Cause obviously making magazines even like twice a year is a lot of work. Um, but I also put magazine cause in a lot of ways too easy is like a video magazine. It's not necessarily at least that, that that's how I see it. Um, and that's kind of more what I meant by putting magazine. And then, uh, and plus, you know, I don't know. I kind of like wearing shirts that say Too Easy Magazine because it's more of a thing instead of a statement. Because like, I remember going into bars and dudes be like, Too Easy. And it's just like, it's cool, but it's kind of weird. I don't know. Hmm. It's kind of cool to like that. <laughs> It's kind of cool, like Tuesday Magazine, oh, okay, it's a thing. I'm not like a statement all the time. And so for me, it was like a double re uh, meaning for that as well. It too easy sounds good. It's like catchy. I feel like it'll, it doesn't sound yeah. weird. I, like, I named it after that New York kid. Yeah, yeah, I heard, I heard that. The top acid. Oh, that's dope. Yeah. <laughs> dude, he hates me, that's dude. Dope. He like blocked me. He no way, I really? To, I try to send him stuff forever. He just like, he, he wasn't. What? Playing. Yeah. I don't even know who that is. Billy, do you know who that is? The, the top ass no. Too Easy kid? He's in New York. No, I too. don't. I don't, I don't want him to hate me either, so I'm not going to say anything. <laughs> yeah, that, that's like the last person in skating you'd want to hate you too, you know? I wish he would come yeah. back. I wish he would come back. And, yo, know, I, I don't know. He might be in New York doing push-ups. Like, I don't know what it was, you know. <laughs> I don't know. You know, we never know. New York kids, you know, sometimes they get crazy with the push-ups, so I just want to leave it alone. <laughs> but, um... Cool. Um, yeah, I think that's all the super chats. So I'm going to get into the questions, but I just want to thank all the super chatters. All of our half of our super chats go to our guest. So uh, Greg will be sending you some beer money soon. And um, we have a question from Sean Michelson that says, uh, he says, how long did that model roll on the round rail take? I don't remember what the movie was called. Was Ninja Turtle themed? Oh, uh, yeah. Dude, that was actually... Dude, it took a long time. It's funny you say how long. That that trick actually took hours, and it was kind of embarrassing because I was trying to roll around rail. What was the name of the uh, video? Uh, Master Splinter. Matt, yes, that's what it was, Master Splinter. Yeah, it was like a long time ago, and I was just trying to like roll it, and there was like a volleyball team right across from me, and they were practicing, and I'm just there just getting nutted for like hours. And they were like, what is this guy doing? Getting nutted for hours. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's one of the weirdest things I've ever heard anybody say. Yeah, but but yeah. it, wasn't, it wasn't high enough to actually get like racked, you know? Okay. It was like just below like the rag zone. So it was just like a steady, like, just like over and over, just like appears to be, you know, 
Mm-hmm. Barely wrecked. And it was just, yeah. That was kind of, yeah. That's what happened. <laughs> All right. Hopefully, luckily it wasn't in the rack zone. <laughs> um, we have another question from uh, Matthias Ruda. He says, uh, who's your favorite unknown skater? Unknown. Yeah. I don't know if it's like, if if unknown, like nobody knows, or if there's like a, a tier between like, just not like the guys that are like, uh, what's the word? Maybe pro, pro or sponsor. <laughs> there's so many. I mean. I feel like unknown would be like not sponsored skater, maybe. Uh, I mean, off the top of my head, like, uh, I don't know. Like super, like someone that no one probably knows is uh, like my 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 favorite skater of all time. His name is like Anders Risoy. He hasn't made a lot of stuff, but he's had things here and there, and he's like probably my favorite all time skater. And he's pretty unknown. So if you can search Anders Risoy, he's like really fucking sick. Um, he's not skating too much now, but the things that he's had in the past are like. Definitely worth a rewatch, I'd say. Yeah. Very cool. So go, go do a YouTube search, everybody. Yeah. I want to ask this question from uh, Lines and Media because it's a nerdy filming question. Do you like the art form of the point three? Is or do you feel like the art form of the point three has been lost in recent years? I feel like all lenses with the vignette distract from the clip. Uh, wait. What What's the question exactly? Like you the, feel like the art form of the point three of the fisheye is lost in recent years. He feels that the lenses with the vignette distract from the clips. What yeah, do you, I don't what know. Do you I like it? the vignette. What Am I the it? only guy that likes the vignette? I, I know the, the Kelsos are in the chat too. I know they, they dig the vignette because they shoot with the HVX also. Is that what you shoot yeah. with? Yeah, I do. Yeah, yeah, it's like the standard now. Yeah, I, like I had a FS700, but it's kind of sketchy bringing like an expensive camera around. And I like he gets kicked once, and I'm like, oh no, you know. So yeah. it's kind of nice to have an HVX for like multiple reasons, other than, I mean, plus the camera's just fun to use mm-hmm. personally. But um, I don't know. I like the vignette. I think it's sick, you know. And if you don't, then cool. I mean, I'm not <laughs> trying to buy that, that that Century Extreme, dude. Yeah, it's money. Yeah, yeah. and it's hard to use, man. I was filming David's. That shit is like so heavy, dude. He's got to be. You get buff using that camera. Mm-hmm. It's heavy. You can't get that close. You got to really use the angles. It's worth it, though. Like, if you watch Fifth Floor, I mean, it's a sick... Like, when people use it well, Yvonne also uses yeah. it very, very, very... You know, it's Yvonne, though. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but that, yeah, that thing is legit. But if you get that kicked also, that's money. If you get one of those yeah. fish eyes kicked, too. I remember... I know. Yeah. Back in the day right. when, when Yvonne first got his, we were in Arizona and he was filming somebody in one of the bowls and he was in the bowl and he tripped on a grate and he almost dropped it. And I remember the whole skate park, skateboarders, scooters, everybody, parents were all like, oh, like you heard everybody gasp. <laughs> Damn, dude. Yeah, that shit's expensive. I mean, that's why I got my little uptaker, dude. I spent 150 on that. Yeah. You can kick it do what you want, man. Yeah, buy them like two, three at a time. <laughs> if, they, if, they're, if they're not sold out. True. Um, we have a couple of super chats that we didn't uh, address. One yeah, new, new one and in. one that we didn't address before. 
Uh, John Alcantara says too easy slash basement collab. And also Colin was Colin Kelso was in the chat saying, um, sorry, let me get to it. Too easy basement collab. Can we do this? Easy mint two base sup. <laughs> Dude. Yeah. Yeah. I'm down. Definitely down. I'm trying to go to Philly, I, man. You heard it here. I wouldn't go now. It's probably pretty cold. Maybe wait till spring, but you heard it here. Yeah. Check it out. Actually, you, I, you've been in Denmark. You're used to that. You're cool with that. Yeah, I just need a little thermal. I got the thermals here. I'm good. Long johns. Yeah, that's long yeah I ran over to California to escape that. So that's that's what I'm doing here. But um, Moonshine UHMW says, uh, sent a few bucks on a super chat and says, Tuborg money. So shout oh. out UHM, Moonshine UHMW. Thank and, you. And your uh, money. Getting back to the questions, um, the wax toaster, shout out the wax toaster, says, please have Greg explain the corn belt. Oh, my God. Watch. <laughs> He's like right here. And it's blowing you up. <laughs> the corn belt. Damn. <laughs> yeah, okay. So, like, I listen to, like, really weird music sometimes. Not even sometimes, like, all the time. And there's like the song by uh, Arthur Russell, it goes by, or his alias Dinosaur L actually. And it's just called Corn Bell and it's super weird. And I just made them listen to it once, like really loud. And I just laughed the whole time. That's all it is. And then ever since then, we just like refer to things. I can't get it out of my head. Yeah, I kind of like traumatized the homie with that song, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, Donnie what's Bruce. The so what, what's the song called if anyone wants to check it out? <laughs> Corn Belt by Dinosaur L. Dinosaur right, L. So you heard it here. Check it out. Corn Belt by Dinosaur L. I don't know if you're going to use that in a section, but don't take it if, if, if Greg plans on using that. So Yeah, hey, you can use it, dude. It's all right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you can use it. <laughs> Yeah. We we have a question, another camera question from Joshua Hillel, who asks, um, does Greg have any advice for skaters just getting into filming and editing on some DIY for the love? Thoughts on gear, mentality, editing tactics, whatever's clever. Hmm. Yeah, well, I would say just like start from like, I don't know, like, start with just like not trying to make something super epic. I think that's what like some people do when they're new, they immediately go to this like, I wanna make this like epic thing. And a lot of times making like just a really funny, not serious thing can really like, not only is it fun to do, but it can really like hone your understanding of editing and using the camera. Um, and it's just fun for everybody as well, um, including yourself, cause editing could be stressful. Um, I'd also say get some outside influences other than skating. Like I personally watch like 80s commercials and like 80s music videos or or um, movie trailers. I get a lot of my ideas from that. And then um, at least like maybe aesthetically these days. And then um, also if you're gonna like put clips together you know, of course, there's like other skate videos out there to give you an idea of like, you know, how to cut a clip or transitions. Uh, I can get kind of OCD with that kind of stuff. Like maybe if someone lands 
and their head is like face this way, like rolling backwards, I'll like start the clip with like a similar body position to where it kind of like flows well um, when it's like in between tricks. So if you watch like some things that I make there, you maybe will be able to like notice that. Like, I don't know, little things like that, I think can like make an edit less jarring to watch. So I think, I don't know, maybe that's my only advice. Definitely get some inspiration from outside of skate videos. I think that's, that, that's something cool to really think about ahead of time as well, personally. Yeah, I like that concept. That's something new that I heard too. Actually, I think Dennis was the one who mentioned that, like getting inspiration yeah. from other directors and not skating shit because you bring that into skating and it's something new and fresh that we've never seen before. I like yeah, that. like I, I also get, at least like when I'm editing, I'll watch like a comedy, a comedy uh, special because like just the way someone will like tell a story and like tell a trick. Oh, sorry. to tell a story with like a joke and a punchline is like kind of similar in some ways to like editing a, a skate video. Cause like, you know where the heavy hitter tricks are. It's like, you know, the punchline of the joke. It's just a matter of like how you tell that story that makes it funny. And I think there's, I find I like I find some parallels there, and I kind of use that as like inspiration. I don't know if that explained that well, but but yeah. No, I I I, I like that idea because um, you know, like to Austin's point, Dennis was talking about like getting inspiration from Quentin Tarantino, and you know, I know a lot of the, you know, Chris Brown, like in the Be Unique films, like he did like a really good job with bringing a different style of, like kind of bringing like the cinematic look into things and you know it's really cool if you, that gets done well or done properly because it's uh yeah like the, that outside it, it's important to get the influence from all these different areas of whether it be music or art film it's yeah that's cool dude yeah speaking oh. of that dude being was my shit man growing up me and uh -huh. kivan dude dude, dude. what <laughs> I used to have, that was our I'm shit married. too yo yeah i've never said this <laughs> I never said out loud. But I used to have dreams. I would be like, I would be like sponsored by the unique dude. That shit was crazy. Like, I would be, I'd be in the house, and then all y'all would just bust in with like the little chain ceremony. <laughs> yeah, it's a chain ceremony. Chain dude. ceremony. Yeah. 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 Yes. I wake, wake up with no chain. I'm like, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> That's fucking That's amazing. Yeah. No. That's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> It was all a dream. Oh my god! You know, and then what makes it even crazy is like that same time period. I was in high school and I was all be unique. I had the cookies. I fucking drew be unique on my folders and shit. And I had like the uh, the, the be unique uh, shirts and the hat. I had all the shit. And I had heat clothes. Be unique and heat was like my shit. And then yeah, I, that's sick. That and then I was in the school, heat. and this girl came up to me and she was like, "You know, be unique." And I was like, "Yeah." She was like, oh shit, my stepdad is Lord Brian. And I was like, oh, fuck. I'm finally gonna be on Be Unique. <laughs> Yo, you're like, I have an in, I have a way in. No. I really love that. Yo, that's amazing. That is yeah. the coolest story ever. Yo, we gotta bless you with a chain I'll ceremony one day. <laughs> 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 coupon too. Let's fuck go. it. Hey! 
Let's go. <laughs> Hopefully, Chris and Courtney don't sue us. Yeah. <laughs> right. uh, yeah. we, ha we have some some newer super chatters that we'll, we're going to shout out. Um, this one's from Eric Rodriguez. He says, Kep, keep making the city look good. Damn. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, Lines Then Media says, remember, kids, when we're all feeling down, at least we went down the ramp. Please respect uh, respect the fish for keeping it together during our Star Wars debate in the chat. <laughs> yeah. Hell yeah. At least you went down, man. Well, that's the same thing. <laughs> at least you went down. That's amazing, too. I love that story. <laughs> Yo, Sean Kelso in the chat says, get this man a dog tag. So that's that's the unique alumni right there backing it up yeah. as well. So yeah. We need a chain ceremony. Let's go. <laughs> Damn, you know, that, that's three approvals right there. Yeah, yeah, that's Let's go. Um, we have uh, one last super oh, chat from do. Fred Castro, and he said, a shout out Fred Castro in, in Brazil. Do you think the angle for the trick matters more than showing the spot? Sometimes the shot will show how big the spot is, but the trick looks ugly. Hmm. Damn, that's a hard one. I mean, I guess the trick is always most important, especially for the skater, you know? Because if you ask the skater, like, damn, do you want the spot to look good? Do you want the trick to look good? I'd assume. I mean, I personally would say myself, like, the, the trick is most important, maybe. Mm -hmm. I don't know. But I, I don't know. I'm trying to think of, like, an instance that would be. But I think it's rare that... Did we? Oh, yeah. I don't know. I, I, I'd say the trick is always most important personally and do what you can to try to like show the spot. Cause I know it's hard to show how hard a, how, uh, hard a spot is in person. Cause sometimes you go to a spot and it's like, damn, this shit was way scarier in real life. Mm -hmm. So I think I try to do my best to have both worlds of that to where you can see, maybe have an idea of like, you know, maybe the floor was fucked up or I don't know how high the rail or the ledge actually was in comparison. I don't know. There's like things you can do and you can always do double angles. You know, if you got two cams or if the dude wants to do it twice, show the trick sick once and then show the, show the spot sick the second time. Yeah. That's it. Try to try to, yeah, get the, it's, it's, it's tricky. It's a tricky one. Yeah. But as a skating purist and, a, and as a true skater, I think before filmer is what I would assume you met, you might be that uh, the, the trick probably means more a little bit, right? I don't know. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> I would say the trick too. The trick is, yeah. it's all about the trick. And then when you, it's, it's, it's a, uh, I sometimes feel bad when you go to like a spot, like an epic spot that you see a clip at and you're like, oh, this is way crazier in person. And you're like, Especially coming from like a filmer's perspective, you're like, I wish I could have filmed it, you know, like maybe a little differently or something, you know, because mm -hmm. that happens yeah. all the time. You go to a spot and you're like, oh, this is way different, way more gnarly in person, you know? Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, part of the game. You know. Yeah. Part of the game. Well, a couple more things before we let you go. Um, Erod also said we need a full length too easy flick. Erod. I do not disagree. 100%. Um, we also are hearing be unique cross with too easy. Too unique. <laughs> too unique. <laughs> be easy. You can be, you can be easy. <laughs> be easy. Or too easy. Yeah, be easy or too easy. 
So I'm just saying that the sky's the limit, boys. You know, so um, yeah, that'd be funny. Sounds so terrible. Nah, I mean, I, I, I think I'd rather do basement since sure, basement is sure. like, it's here. You know, they're doing things. Yeah. Or of course, like Colin Sean are both one of my favorite skaters, and you know their vision and their skating is like, you know, next level always. Yeah. So, I mean, I'd rather not bring something from the dead because I think I think that's like a too common thing in waiting right now, yeah. mm-hmm. and I'm not doing that. I'd rather totally. do, I'd rather do the thing that's like here and that's like has a projected future as well. Personally, totally. I mean, if people want to do their thing, cool, you know, bring back whatever. I probably wouldn't want to bring back Be Unique, actually, but I want the but we're, still, but, but we're still going to have the ceremony. Okay. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. The <laughs> okay. Okay. So we're going to have a prize. It's, this is going to be a VIP ceremony. That's going to. Okay. How, how did you, you know- have me concerned for a second? Because I was agreeing with everything up to you. I just wanted you to follow through with the. No, yeah, yeah. I, I first of all, I want to say I completely agree with you too on that. Like to support something that's like moving forward and it's like more relevant to skating now and going to help the sport and help people in the sport. But how 100%. did you guys? How do you guys know about the chain ceremony? Was that like a, a publicly known thing? I don't. I don't know. Maybe did you hear a story about that. I think I saw it somewhere. It was like in a video. Yeah, there was somebody. Was it? Yeah, like someone, someone got. Know, I, maybe. Who? Yeah, maybe it was Aragon. Or I don't know. Yeah, I think it was Argon. Courtney made a big deal about it. He's like, yo, bless him. Bless him with the chain. <laughs> like, he's, just like, he's like, you've been blessed now. Plus, like skating in New York is so sick, dude. Like, like just the way New York looks and getting close out there, it just looks yeah. fucking cool. You know? And, yeah, and, totally. And I'm really fortunate to, you know, be able to like see that and just, I don't know, dude. It did a lot for me younger, you know? Totally. Then, um, I mean, and I love being in New York. Dude. Every time I'm there, I do like, I think of like all the B-Unique sounds, like, like, like the little Soho song. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they did a real good job of like showing the city and like the skaters of the city yeah. and like everyone's, per- they, they did a really good job with that. So I'm sure probably part like might've been an influence in your filming and editing maybe too. Just be like, oh, oh that's cool. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, for definitely. Sure. I mean, yeah, man. Like that was my favorite shit back in the day. Like everyone had like their thing, but for me, it was like be unique and like and heat wheels. That was like when I was younger. That was the shit for me. And then um, so it's interesting yeah. too because they're two sick companies, but two completely different images at the time. Yeah, well, I always liked like both spectrums. You know, like I never grew up being like only this. Like only hip hop or only something else. Like it was always just like, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I like I like I like I like uh, hip hop a lot, and I do like rock music just as much. And everything from like, Tupac to Corn Belt. Exactly, Tupac to Corn Belt. <laughs> you got it, and everything in between. <laughs> okay, Corn Belt is way. That's like <laughs> Corn Belt. I don't even know. That's a whole. Oh, when this man. podcast and everyone's gonna go check out everyone who's watching live is gonna go check out uh corn belt i know that's what i'm gonna do right and, and, and youtube they're, they're gonna <laughs> curiosity <laughs> i'm too curious now <laughs> that's exactly what's gonna happen yeah it's all good i'm down with it i mean it's weird my bad for making y'all sit through that yeah. <laughs> i'll take responsibility for that one yeah. 
Um, yeah. We had another super yeah, chat. Well, I'm trying to find it. Oh, here we go. Uh, Sean Pellegrino. Yeah. Sean Pellegrino. I don't know what this means. Hippo character in tactical gear does tactical flanking maneuver hand gestures. Whoa. No, it's, it's literally Whoa. just an emoji. It's an emoji. Yeah. What? It's an emoji, dude. What do you mean so, it's an emoji? That Yeah, that was some code. So It's a code. What? Uh, well, I guess it's a. It's not even code. It's expression. Don't it, you know what? I'm not a computer guy. <laughs> That's Let's insane. move on. That, I don't um, know how that happened. I want to. I, I want to ask uh, Greg if he has any. You know, we we've taken you through the ringer. You've you've asked. You've answered all of our questions. Uh, I want to. I want to ask you. Do you have any last words or words of wisdom or things you want to impart before we part ways on this podcast? Um, I'd say, you know, I guess there were a lot of like film questions and film people. I, I would say just like, you know, keep doing your thing, keep working on it. Cause even me, like I, till this day, don't really know what I'm doing. Not really. Like, it's just kind of like, what's the word? Just like trial and error and figuring it out. Cause you know, it takes time to like really understand and like what you want to do with it. And I mean, even like, like for instance, when I, I came to the U.S. 2017 and I went to Blake Up and then I was like, oh, shit, like, who are, like, the three dudes I'd always want to make a part of? And at Blake Up, there was, like, you know, I filmed John Julio, Derek Henderson, and Alex Brasco. So if you go to, like, Too Easy page, Blake Up 2017, I only made, I only filmed three people. And then I was like, dude, if there's anything I want to do, I want to film those three people. And then this year, I made an actual part for all three of those dudes. And then it's just kind of like, damn, you know, if you like just work and just keep like doing your thing, then you could for sure like be able to make bigger things. And, and uh, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. But, you know, you, you could do it, dude. You, you can Go. definitely figure it out. Keep going. Keep, keep going. It. Figure it out. And, Keep at it. Hey, work hard in it. Work hard at it. We we have a, a last minute special super chatter. From, we gotta shut down the podcast. We gotta shut down the podcast. We have a generous super chat from Jump Street alumni Estrogen Michelle Stylin, who Estrogen. says Estrogen. Ayo, <laughs> hey, what? I said it. I'm sorry. I think it's Estrogen. Yeah, that's right? what I said. No, I thought you said Estrogen. Sorry. Hey. I said I said it fast. Sorry, sorry, I'm I'm from New York. I talk quick, but Michelle says, hey, yo, I love Greg. I want to tell you that I love you and the podcast. Also want to let y'all know about my winter class challenge this week. Do a classic quad trick on blades to win. So that'd be dope to see, too. That's cool that she's involved, too, with winter class. I like that. Shout out, Estro. Thank you for the super chat. Damn, super shout out, Estro. Hell yeah. I will do a classic quad. I'll, 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 I'll ride a, what is it called? Will you do the side stance thing? Like the crab walk kind of thing? Yeah, I'll try that for the, the winter clash. There we go. There we go. All right. Dope. Well, well thanks. Gre- Greg, it was a, an, an absolute pleasure having you. I felt like I was hanging out with all the guys in the back there at the, at the party. I felt like I was, you know, having a beer and a kickback with you guys. So I like uh, it was nice. To find... Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it was nice to finally have, uh, have you on and so, I'm looking forward to all these things that, um, you're working on in the future. So thanks again. Oh yeah. Thanks guys.
Yeah, hell yeah. Thank you. Everyone check out Too Easy and stay tuned for our Jump Street Winter Clash special this weekend, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. So thank you everybody for watching and we'll catch you then. Peace, Peace everybody. Dude.